0: be low, our climb will be steep, we may not get there in one year or even in one term. We as a people will get to the promised land. I promise you, we as a people will get there. And Whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is bent. not worried about anything. Welcome, 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 welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast, where nothing is off the table, facts are currency, and at some point, everyone will feel uncomfortable. This is what happens after. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast. Alright, so I'm going to leave this dead space.
1: I think I'm ready if you are ready.
0: I am. Um, I'm about to kick off, and then, yeah, three, two, one... Welcome back to everybody mad, you know, into an everybody mad chat room. This is your boy Rel, and I'm so happy as always that y'all are here. Make sure you email everybodymadpod@gmail.com, IG, Facebook, everybodymadpod podcast platforms, everybody mad on all, all major podcast platforms, everybody mad. So as I said, the season is ending July 30th. Uh, thus far, there's been 20 episodes dropped. If you haven't uh caught up, catch up now because the ending there, there's 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 who okay so the only fans episode has dropped and that's the the feedback has been interesting um y'all have enjoyed that i have another one of those coming and then i have some conversations coming on relationships uh thus far what what i have dropped is uh niggas in the dms which was a honest raw conversation with wood about the niggas that be up in her dms and how trash the niggas are Um, so, if you are looking to validate how Wood felt, you should go check out that episode. If you a nigga that don't think you a trash nigga, but don't want to be a trash nigga, so... You should listen to it and figure out how not to be a trash nigga. Go ahead. It's available for you, too. Um, but with that said, this is the episode of The Smoke. And what that is, if you don't already know, is our weed sessions. And so I am joined by a guest. I'm having a second to introduce themselves. But know that this, this episode will talk everything about weed. Um, and what's going on in that space so without any further ado I'm gonna say say what's up to my guests um, ask you to introduce yourself give your name your age your sex location and one interesting fact about yourself
1: what's up guys this is uh, KD I am 31 uh, coming to you guys from New Haven Connecticut and one interesting fact about myself. Um, hmm. I've been consuming cannabis regularly now for about four years. Hmm. Yeah, about four years.
0: That's a shorter time than me. Uh...
1: <laughs> than a lot of people who are my age I've come to find, but um, yeah, it's been a cool
0: journey. Yeah, like you know, it's interesting. Uh, I've talked about it on you know the show before that. I wasn't. I was the kid who didn't smoke in college. Like I have a ton of friends who smoked in college. Like people I'm still cool with to this day, uh, who smoked in college. But I just I wasn't that nigga. Um, And it wasn't it. It wasn't until I started talking to this woman after I graduated, and she was just like, "You want to smoke?" And I was just like, "Okay." And cause in my mind I'm thinking, no, though, I'm be honest. Like in my mind, I'm thinking like we, we about to go back to the crib. Uh, <laughs> we are gonna blaze, and then she probably I'm gonna probably hit these cheeks. So
1: yeah, <laughs> you're like all right. So I gotta get in the flow of the routine. First of all, she
0: lined me up. She lined me up. Like she, like. Now that, I, and now that I'm having this conversation, like, I'm having the full breath of this conversation, I can think about, like, she uh-huh. lined me up. Like, she was like, yeah, I'm going to get this nigga back to my crib, we're going to smoke one, I'm going to bust <laughs> down my cheeks real quick. You know, and, like,
1: I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to speak for, a, I think, a lot of women when I say that if you ever thought that at one point or another you weren't being lined up,
0: Think again. Think oh again. oh see yeah I'm, ways. <laughs> it does like listen listen i i'm uh, adult enough to know that as a man men can talk themselves out of pussy um so did the, the context there is that that she was lining you up like you you already had the 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 runway lights and it was telling you to land but they had to like tell you to fly off Mm -hmm. because somehow you didn't get the landing gear right you know your leveling wasn't wasn't set up something uh but it's possible so yeah i knew i was i I got lined up and i was high as shit that night so um so yeah let's start there four years ago say what okay i said that
1: was the first time you ever smoked
0: yeah it was the first time i smoked weed and i was fucked up
1: Wow. That's, wow,
0: that's after cool. after so, uh, after our first yes, date. Yes,
1: four years ago.
0: So yes, four years ago. Um, what was your first uh, high like? Tell us.
1: So my my first high wasn't actually four years ago. So I would say four years ago I started smoking regularly. Mm, okay. Um, maybe three to four years ago, but my first experience ever. I'm 31 now, so I had to be, like, 20, 21. So this was, like, damn near a decade ago. Um, and I actually smoked with my friend for the first time. And I, <laughs> I realize I'm like, oh, I can't tell this story in its entirety. That's funny. Um, but basically, yeah, I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> hold on. There's, there's got to be a definite cutoff. Because I did not approve certain aspects of the story to be shared online.
0: That's funny. Listen, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> make sure all statues of limitations are up. Um, what was make. That? I said just make sure all statues of limitations are up. Uh, oh yeah, there's no
1: crime involved. It's just you
0: know. Okay, just make just you know for legal <laughs> purposes. I I'm, I like to look out for my people, so yeah, legal yeah, purposes no just.
1: I mean, everything was on the up and up. It's just one of those things. It's like, there's details of the story that all parties know. But I'm like, do you want this story online? Anywho. So I smoked for the first time with my friend. Um a lot of first that night. Like, I stole my own car. Like, my parents were out of town.
0: I so there are some statute limitations, Marley.
1: was <laughs> supposed to be, <laughs> be driving. Um, I'm pretty sure it's fast. Um, and so I rolled it to my friend's house and it's like, do you want to smoke? And I'm like, I've never smoked before, but I'm curious, uh, because although I'm one of those dare kids, it's like, I know people who smoke and they're not like anything that I was mm-hmm. told they'd be like, so we're just gonna see what's going on here. And I think I took two draws and mind you and this is the biggest issue i think that a lot of people have when they try to smoke for the first time is that they're with people who are just smoking and there's no like precaution given so i just went for it and two big ass pulls later I am. My head is spinning. Like I'm getting nauseated. I'm hot. I'm cold. I got my head out the window. (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm nauseous. I don't ever want to eat again. It was a roller coaster for like the first 30 minutes. I was just all over the place. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Wait a second. Wait a second. And then it like once I mellowed Mm out, it was. It, it, was it was beautiful mm-hmm. from there. Yeah, that that honestly, to this day, um, I'd say second best trip only because I've had similar, very similar experiences. But I can handle that high now. That first time around, your girl was not on planet Earth. Yo,
0: so it, not. <laughs> it's so <laughs> not. it's it's real because that I, like that first time, like I, I equate like it to alcohol, and that's why like I didn't like. Like, I didn't just think, okay, I'm just about to take a bunch of smoke in and this is going to be all cool. Like, I, I literally was, like, taking, like, little baby puffs. But still, like, this is the first time it's ever entering my systems, the first time my, my receptors are receiving this. I was Space Jam. And, like, how you said, like, you were spinning. Um, I'm in the middle of fucking at this point. So, like, I literally have to, like, I got to get my head to go. But, like, it literally, like, I couldn't, like, I had to mellow while in the moment. And yeah. so it, it was it was at that point that I was kind of like this cool but like nah for a little bit like I didn't smoke after that for a couple of like yeah
1: I can for see how that might be a bit intense because you're like learning how to process what's actually happening to your body while also trying to put out energy and work and it's like
0: i was (laughs)
1: your mind's going two different directions it was it was
0: a trial like i remember at one time i'm like i'm hot and so like we went outside to the balcony i'm like now it's fucking cold so we go back inside and it's yeah
1: i think the way you just process information is different when you're under the influence of anything but the first time like i said you're you're just in hey, mm-hmm. I It so was like you'd agree <laughs> that you're trying to figure out how to regulate things you know how to regulate but not with this substance in your system.
0: And God. that's exactly it's... the conversation i was having with myself. It was like yo you got to get this under control. Like you got to figure <laughs> out how to relax. Yeah. Yeah, i
1: was doing all type of breathing exercises and at the at this point my friend is like are you are you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I just, I just feel golden. Like I just feel like tingly and golden all over. And it's like, to this day, like they still call me golden girl for that reason. It's like, all right, golden girl, you over here just sparkling away in your little world. I'm like, yeah, I'm blipping. Um, like I was having moments of like severe, um, introspection Mm. and just being very aware of myself and like just in my head. And then I would snap and then be aware of the fact that I was back in the room with another person. And it was like, Oh, Hey, what's up? I just was not here. And that still happens now, but nowhere near as intense as that first time. Um, and I can keep track of myself better. Like I could not tell you what was up. Um, what just so many things layered. It was, um, daylight savings, so we lost an hour, so that made things seem even more. Like, I was like,
0: "What?" Yo, the clock right to now? switch Nah, man, if you just high.
1: Four a.m. When <S sighs> it, it was, it was intense. It was great. It was great. Um, yeah, that that was the first time I smoked. Um, and after that, I don't think I smoked again for some years. So was, that was like 2021. 20, I don't think I smoked again until I was probably um, like 26. And the guy, at the, the guy that I was dating at the time, like we just got engaged. That's funny. I'm like I don't know how to describe you right now. I'm in transition of oh, your, your, boarding and labels. Um, fiance. So my fiance, boyfriend at the time, he smoked. And I'm again one of those things where it's like you're not anything that people say you should be because you smoke. Um, but I would, I would, you know, harass him a little bit. He'd come over and I'd be like, Are you, are you high right now? so funny to just see his face be like uh, uh, uh. i'm like i don't care it's just it, it's comical to watch you be like oh wait this, 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 this and then i realized what that feels like and i'm like oh my bad because mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't like when people do that to me sorry i did that to you but um i, I smoked with him once or twice and i was like i like this but i want to make sure i'm not uh people pleasing right now and and trying to uh, uh acclimate myself to something that you do you know like i'm psychoanalyzing myself like what's the drive here so i smoked like in secret for a good like two three, two or three months by myself in my bathroom in my studio apartment um and contrary to um all of my friends like my first experience like smoking by myself and taking ownership of my cannabis use i actually started with glass whereas like all my friends started with like blood glass. wraps and stuff mm. um, so i'm like My little pipe in the bathroom. Uh, And it was a great experience because I got to really sit with myself (laughs) in some altered states um, and had a variety of aha moments and discoveries. And it's been kind of a steady increase since then. I used to like only smoke at night and like once or eh, once every other night, you know, every few nights. Um, and then it was an every night. And then it was like, can I do this during the day? And experimenting with dosing and stuff like that, that just um, really making the journey my own. So now here I am, an everyday smoker, and I have kind of a routine and a schedule around my smoking. And
0: mm. it's
1: intentional and also like a feel-good thing. So so I've come a long way. <laughs> we don't get into a <laughs> bunch of the, stuff you uh, just said. Up, hang in my head in window. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we about to get into a bunch of what you just said, because I want to come back to like that schedule that you have. And I want to talk more about that for like, you know, the more uh, refined weed smokers, because I I have a few of those friends. Uh, But I want to start with like, what's some advice you would give to someone who's, you know, looking to explore and jump into like, you know, the the, the smoking of, of cannabis, like not even just like. The, the business side of it quite yet, but like, they're 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 interested. You know, they may see their friends do it because like you know similar to you, um, you know like I said, it, it was a gap between the, like the next time I smoked. Uh, uh-huh. It was I don't remember if it was a couple months. It was it was a little bit. It was about a couple months. Um, that I, before I smoked, and even that time period, it wasn't like you know it was my own shit. Like I was, it was friends. So like for the first, I say like maybe year or so that i like after like that first time like it was just puffing on the friends you know stashes and shit like that um and so when i got to the point where it was like i want to start buying my own shit um i was like you like i had the glass blunt like i didn't like i didn't have the confidence in my role um you know and then at that (laughs) point and then also like it wasn't like I, i i was somewhat just doing it by myself um you know my girlfriend at the time yeah courtney um you know we you know had been talking about it and like it, i was still just kind of like just doing it by myself there were a couple times like you know where she would try like she had smoked already so like she had some experience where it's like i had a few times like, like i said i had you know largely taken a puff when you know friends were smoking but never had been a part of like any sort of session ever in life or whatever um, so, you know, I started with my own shit, like, uh, and it was just like, okay, take this little by little, you know, elevate as you go through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. so what advice would you give to first time smokers?
1: Um, low and slow. And that's a little bit of stealing and I'll say borrowing cause I'll, I'll shout her out. Um, from car to cocktails um, she's a can of mom um, her adage is low and slow and it's like I'll use those words because it's it's plain and simple but my philosophy has always been um, by all means if you're interested get your hands dirty because the best mm. experience you can only you can only feel what being high feels like I could try and explain it to you but it it won't do it won't connect. To what you actually feel because Who you are as a person, your chemical makeup impacts what cannabis is like for you. So you're going to have to get your hands dirty, but go low and slow. You don't have to smoke a whole blunt. You don't have to smoke a whole bowl. You know, light and pull once. Hold and exhale. And sit with yourself for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and see how you feel. Yep. Start to understand what it feels like to feel THC working in your system Mm -hmm. before you go for that next pull because you may realize that that's just enough. Um, and if you're looking for, you know, medicinal use, um, or intentional use, you want to go, you want to build yourself up. Um, I, I don't recommend, you know, running to like a 30% or some high percentage TAC product. And I don't recommend, you know, just, go in for the whole of whatever it is you have don't smoke the whole blunt. don't smoke the whole bowl really just start slow um and pay attention to yourself and keep if it comes to it keep notes um plug my strain tracker here <laughs> okay
0: wait no no, don't even go there yet no no because we're we coming back to that don't don't I, I know i i have that is that is definitely in my mind um when
1: i tell you I can't help but get there fast (laughs) when it comes to that. It's because literally my journey led me there. Mm. So it was like, I've always been a person to um, want to know more about myself. Mm. And as I got older, I really was sitting with things that seemed normal to me that I may have been uh, taught to believe, exposed to. Whatever the case may be, that just we're not sitting and resonating the same as I entered adulthood. I feel you um, so much so, on that.
0: You can get into it in detail if you like. We can go. This a smoke I mean,
1: session. I, we don't got time. <laughs> we could do a few different podcasts to really get into the journey. But I've always been a person to want to write things down. I've always been a tactile, keep a plan, keep a notebook type of person. Um, so, really... Low and slow and keep track of yourself. Write things down. um, Because it... Cannabis is going to change you. (laughs) And it's going to change you. It is. Um, And I think if you're keeping track of it, if you're intentional about it, and you're consistent with it, you can really uh, build a knowledge of yourself, of the plants, and then really start to just build your life from
0: there yo that's a lot to say to a beginner but nah can i tell you that's (laughs) some knowledge no i'm gonna be honest with you that is absolutely it so i don't know too many uh like i'm at a point where like i i smoke daily now like i was like you like you talked about like you said months in between you mentioned years in between mine was months and then it was very sporadic largely just when i was hanging around friends so like if that was you know once a month it was once a month and then even when i was you know starting to like get into the habit more. I I would take out rounds. Like I wouldn't smoke, you know, each time the blunt came around. Like I I'd, you know, let it go around once more before I took another pull. Because I'm I'm building, you know, my own sort of tolerance up. And you could say, you know, I'll say it for myself. Like some of it was built around, you know, not wanting to come off like like a rookie or, you know, an amateur. But that's that's how I went about looking at like how I needed to learn this was that it was going to be in this incremental way um until like I felt comfortable enough smoking how I do now and even you know how I do now was it was was a growing point because up until the quarantine I largely only smoked um after work uh only on weekends like on vacation like might have been like I might smoke at like 11 o'clock like prior to that I, I never knew what awake and bake really was about um like being up you know four o'clock in the morning just like well nigga up i'm about to, I'm gonna choke this choke this <laughs> one down like we like i'm cool with like i like i'm comfortable in that space now you know just because of the fact that like i i identify with what you said about the tree and and if you pay attention to how you and what you're smoking yeah. you can elevate your 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 way of thought just outside of smoking.
1: Right, right.
0: And it's... Go ahead.
1: It's one of those things where I've come to learn from my own experience and then talking to other people and sharing my experience that it is... It seems to be universal that we have internal things in some regard that we are uncomfortable sitting with and talking about with ourselves. And I find Mm. that unfortunately a lot of people start smoking cannabis and I find people who start smoking and stop because they didn't have a good experience went full throttle and the paranoia set in and they're having uncomfortable thoughts and they're feeling anxiety and it's not to say that chemically those things aren't going to happen because chemically you can't help but to have those things for those things to happen over certain thresholds for certain things um,
0: But Research I find a, that a lot of
1: people have uncomfortable thoughts they're not comfortable where where their mind allows itself to go when their guard has been lowered because they're under the influence of a substance. Be that alcohol, be that, you know, cannabis in this particular instance, mushrooms, but anything really, um, your, oh, don't lose it, don't lose it, don't lose it. <laughs> Give me a second, where was I going with this?
0: okay no no worries because like so i i'm I'm sitting here thinking about that like and i'm thinking of 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 questions i have for like instagram and facebook at this point um for further conversation but it it is interesting that you you bring that up about how your mind does escape like some i was having this conversation just yesterday about friends and talking about my smoking (laughs) um I, I do that all the time. So don't feel bad at what's like, literally on the show. I, I do it anymore. all That's the why time. i like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it up. We'll, we'll get it back. <laughs> we'll get it I back. do it all the time on the show. Like, it's, it's crazy how often it happens. Um, But we uh, we, we, we talked about like, you know, letting your mind go and, and people, you know, feeling, you know, scared that, that their mind, you know, goes to these, diff- these different places. And I was saying to my friends just yesterday that for me, my mind is already in those spaces. Being high just literally allows me to feel better as I'm going to those spaces. Because my mind naturally Uh, dives, digs in deep. Like questions, like as I'm thinking about stuff, as I'm talking to people and having conversations, I'm giving them explanations. I'm thinking about my own whys to myself oftentimes and so being high for me just is like damn i'm already here and it feels even better to be here because not only am i i'm i'm likely more relaxed physically but my mind is even going a little further sometimes you know depending on what i'm smoking uh than than i would have and 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 it's in that that you really start to explore and so, when you say people can be scared of that, it, it really puts a lot of things into perspective about like people's own, you know, uh, I'll just say animosities to their inner thoughts.
1: Yeah, it it's so it's so many things because it's the um, a general theme that I seem to see from a lot of people who smoke have a not so good experience. That not so good experience is not just the physical aspect of like I said, the nausea, the paranoia, what have you. It's the thoughts and I, I don't want to think about this or I'm not comfortable thinking about this or why am I comfortable thinking about this? Um, there's fear and control issues. Like uh, I know some people who have, who don't smoke because they don't like the, the feeling of I'm not in control. And so many things are revealed to me when people have a bad experience and they explain why Um, I find that it's it's just really being confronted with everything that challenges you in some aspects like it's interesting like I said it it will change you it reveals a lot to you it reveals a lot to you about people Um, because you have to sit with a lot of stuff to smoke it, I guess Mm. you could say, Uh, Mm. in the case of that, you may be smoking it in a state where it's not fully legal, you know, like that is a measure of confrontation. Um, you may be smoking it and you grew up in a background that, um, has, you know, demonized it, vilified it, whatever word you want to use, um, and whatever context may be appropriate, um, you may have to confront now being a cannabis user and conflicting internal beliefs. Like, you know, just so many things are revealed about people when you talk about cannabis, their first experiences with why they don't like to consume. Uh, I find that it's very little to do, actually, at the end of the day with the plant itself, Mm -hmm. and more so to do with us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what it has forced us to reveal that's like, oh, yeah, I don't don't like it because I don't like... not being in control
0: it's what so what makes
1: you think you're not in control but you have an interesting perception of wholeness you know like to get all metaphysical cannabis has helped me feel more whole and that i realize um, i am in control my mind my thoughts are my body mm-hmm. you know like they're not working separately and for some reason the, the mind the body the spirit Spiritual aspects for so long, these things just seemed like individual concepts to me, and it's like, no, now they are a whole. I understand that my mind is altered, but I am in control. Um, so when people say, Oh, you know, I I don't like the feeling of not having control, I I look at them, it's like, I wonder what control means for you, and control in what aspect where you feel like you don't have it because cannabis. Have you lost your ability to reason? I shouldn't do this because this, that, the other, and the third. Cannabis doesn't make you just be like. I shouldn't do that for this, the other, and the third. But F it. If it's going to be to your detriment, you know? Like, if it's, I shouldn't do this for these reasons that I don't actually really believe in, then you might be like, well, then maybe I should do this thing. And now you're like, uh, is cannabis bad? Or are you sitting now having to confront?
0: It? Yourself.
1: That you, may, that you may have had some bullshit feelings about something.
0: Yeah. You know? I feel like that's, it's... I, I could, you know, uh, maybe I could, like, I, I, I know for myself now when I'm, like, when I'm just high and I'm able, I'm just sitting with myself and, like, my thoughts, like, my, my, like I said, my mind wanders, you know, even more. Like, there are plenty of days where I may not, like, even now as a, a more habitual smoker, there are plenty of days where I may not roll an L to, like, 6, 8 o'clock at night like and, that, and that's that's from like from waking up at like eight nine o'clock in the morning and going the entire day and not smoking um and so there's not a a need to be high every single day or in every single moment of the day mm-hmm. but what i have realized is that there's also not a a, a reason not to be high uh <laughs> right. you know in moments particularly every day or every single moment in the day um and
1: i'm sure like what and it's like again what is your perception of what cannabis is because for me cannabis is kind of like an antidepressant it's a mood elevator so it's like yes I'm going to at least hit the bowl once or twice every two to three hours because it keeps my anxiety level it keeps my Mm. mood up it is my mood booster and if there was a 24 hour slow release THC pill I might opt for that over smoking but because it wears and it goes as it goes I smoke regularly and intermittently throughout the day so that might be an instance where it's like yeah I'm high all day in that I'm under the influence of cannabis but I don't have to be on cloud nine you know, like there's levels to this, <laughs> and
0: yeah. there may
1: be an instance where it's like, yeah, no, th- this is actually better when I do this. High.
0: Get into that self care routine, though. Uh, like promote it for that. Like self-care I self I...
1: care queen. Get, when I when I tell you we could do so many episodes, I'm not exaggerating. It's like the things that I've gone to school for, worked in, have all been to culminate for. I am and what I'm doing now so I mentioned the strain tracker that started because I do notebooks and planners Mm. create the life that you want like I started to literally take that literally (laughs) and start writing things out so it's like the idea of um you have to Jesus Christ I lost it go back to what you're saying (laughs)
0: no problem I don't even know where I was at um but where I do want to go um, in talking about that is you, t- you talked about the strains and whatnot. Um, I really have no idea where I was at in, in the conversation whatsoever.
1: And we were talking about because um, like the more we talk now, the
0: less I'm like... Oh, so you mentioned... Oh, I know where I wanted to go with this. Um, So you mentioned about uh, more episodes. And I, so last episode, so again, niggas, catch the fuck right. up. Um, Because right. okay, there's... So, there, all right, cool. There, there, there's... There's... <laughs> there's season three coming and and when you said when you said what you've been doing now to set yourself up um the life you want so i talked about season two uh you know over the summer last year with different people and i even talked about some of the black short episodes and how i wanted to develop it and and pretty much like it, it kind of fell apart in a way um where i wanted to have uh invited guest podcasts on to do you know interview have interview segments with myself and i was able to do that uh i'd I'd say for a bit um but what that has also morphed into is just additional like collaborative opportunities for you know season three of the podcast um in real structural ways um that i think will just be additional dope ass content um so this this smoke session uh the reason why so i did a, a part of it so those new fans the reason why uh this, the initial smoke session was put on hold was because i realized like that it needed to be more holistic like it needed to be a shared conversation about the elevation of this shit because like i was literally in this space high as fuck like recording like letting off and i'm just like yo this is this is great this is fuck like they need to hear this but it needs to come from a, a dual space where like there's 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 something else with it and so yeah. I've, I've i've added uh another smoke conversation uh go check that out uh with swanky savages uh that episode was dope i appreciate uh me for coming out darreny for coming out uh Thank you, and then now this is another conversation that adds to that because it really is about you know this 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 elevation, this progression, um as you go throughout this this journey, um you know like even going back to what I was saying before about like just how uh how Right now. Like go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like, so scribble. even as like I think about like you were talking about like the self care routine, and I think about like you know my own journey through like I, there were days where, uh, where I used to work, um where I was advocating for marijuana legalization, where I was just like you know what I'm gonna go take a smoke break, and I'd go link up with one of my homies in the park, and we both hit our pins in the park, chat up a little bit. And it hit back go back to the office. And I remember taking some of my meetings after that a little buzz. And I myself knew it. No one else knew it. And it just what it, it is what it was because I needed to be, you know, in that space for the meeting I, I knew was coming for the rest of the day right. that I was having. Um right. and you know, that that's that's a that's an okay thing. You know, we can normalize yes. uh getting to that place. And right. so I want to jump into now uh, the, Canabert, Be- ah, Babery, Babery.
1: So the Canababery. Babery. The Babery. To talk about the name, uh, you think of it in like, um, uh, like an eatery type of thing. It's, Ooh, it's the idea come, come that, through that it's this, this place where babes can collect and converse, smoke, shop, network, all of these things.
0: Yes, so... Yes. And, and I love it because that's, that's how I've been already thinking about like how much further I want to go into the cannabis space is like down the line. I want to have a dispensary, Um, but I don't want it to just be the dispensary. Like, and that's just what it is like. The thoughts are, like, to have more of a, of a communal space. Like, you know, have, you know, like, uh, a, a place where people can come and network. Like, event space, pretty much. Like, yeah. how, like, bars and shit are set the fuck up. Like, let's have a like fucking a dispensary, Yeah. Like, let's have that yeah. shit. Um, yeah, and there's language. What
1: we're trying to do here in Connecticut. So, it's like, <laughs> check out the sister location one day. Hopefully, cross fingers. Yeah, so, it's like, you know, that's
0: that's, that's the work that, that I, I feel like. Is being like I feel like I'm in some ways putting in now in terms of like consuming um and 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 taking the consumption like how you note it the your 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 screen your strain tracker so get into like what all comes with what you're putting out uh, with the can of baby so the
1: uh, the can of babery actually started um, with ha- realizing one that the majority, I'd say like 95% of the people that I had ever smoked with or interacted with in um, in real life cannabis settings were male predominantly. And so there began this interest in trying to find other female consumers. And then when finding female consumers, not finding your stereotypical 420 babe, because I didn't quote unquote look like, don't quote unquote look like, um, someone who would consume cannabis so it drove me to obviously go online and instagram like where else would you go um to find community of women who were consuming cannabis and i found but again where is it locally so i realized that i had to take things into my own hands and as i have done with other iterations i guess the the previous iterations of what is now the cannabis I really was like, I have to do it myself. So I started mm. with curating um, a monthly subscription box that uh, featured other small uh, women-owned businesses or just small um, small businesses. Uh, try to focus on uh, black women-owned because that's what I am. And that is the group that, you know, I'm trying to help first and foremost because that's the group that needs the most help, um, from the things that I've seen and just being in cannabis spaces and noting, where are all the other black women? Uh, where are the women sometimes? Uh, so that's how I started with the the boxes. But in smoking by myself, I realized that there were very different experiences and I could pinpoint some very easy factors. One, I realized I was not smoking the same thing every time I went to pick up. Mm. Um, whether the person knew what I was buying from them or not, (laughs) Um, I noted that this doesn't smell the same, this doesn't taste the same, this doesn't feel the same. So it piqued my interest as to why that was. And I realized that time of day was a factor, that the strain was a factor, how much was a factor, the method was a factor, Um, and me, what I was going through, what I was looking for, how I was feeling, all of that was a factor. Um, and so being someone who had started using a planner for work, realized how useful that was, fell back in love with you know, pen to paper, and was like, wait, I can plan and draw, started making planners. So now it was a logical project- progression to say, I know all these differences between the things that I'm smoking, how can i keep track of this cuz i do that with everything else and the strain tracker was born it started as like a just like a fill in the blank like this is what i smoked this is when i smoked it this is how i felt period <laughs> now it's much more uh got space for reflection and thought um and more insight into exactly how you consumed and what type of product you consumed was it concentrate was it flower cuz as again as you learn about cannabis you realize all these things um can impact your session and how you feel and it may seem like oh my god that's so overwhelming but when you have somewhere to put all that information as you learn more you can start to look back and be like okay "Okay, this makes sense this made me feel this way because it's over 23 percent THC and I know for me when I get over 23 percent if I'm feeling a little aggressive, that might not be my best bet because I'm just going to be like, no filter. If I got beef with you, I got beef with you all of a sudden. <laughs> and, you know, if I'm trying to be cool and it's during the day, you know, I want something that is 16 to 18%. And I know that I want um, lemonade and something, you know, so lemony so awesome. bright and fresh because mm-hmm. that's going to make me feel this way. Um, you know, to know all of that stuff, you need to put it somewhere. In a fashion that makes sense. So, I created the strain tracker as a kind of a journal and a keepsake. You can keep track of, or maybe a flex and bragging rights to say, I've tried all of these strains, um, you know, to maybe catalog interaction with popular things that are sought after. You know, I tried Blue Dream and it was like this for me. I tried uh, OG Kush and it was like this for me. Um, but it also gives you something to keep track of yourself with maybe you try the same strain multiple times throughout the year because you can get it from a dispensary and it's cyclical um, maybe you know as your tolerance changes this strain interacts with your body differently um, so it, it acts as a place to again just for fun keep track of what you tried um, but then if you're looking for deeper and more insightful use there's space for that as well
0: all oh, that is amazing. So when are you starting to sell that?
1: Um, so they're actually for sale now.
0: Oh, great. Uh, okay, cool. Oh. Yeah,
1: I'm the website. Um, so, again, the reason I said before, I'm like, we could do so many uh, episodes, it's like, I, I do a lot of different things for my business, and it wasn't like I learned them for my business. I learned them at some point, and when it came time for business, I had all the skill sets that I needed for certain things. Okay.
0: I feel you on so. that. That's like this podcast coming <laughs> um, together, and that's like all the other business things I feel like I want to do, or not. That I want. I don't actually want to do all them. Let me backtrack. That I have in my mind to possibly your mind, do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want. I damn don't. Because somebody's gonna hear that and be like, "Oh, you said no." I, I don't want to do all that. Sorry, I made that mistake. I understand that.
1: what you mean. I, okay, I'm great. the very much same way. Like, uh, there were but.
0: 30 of me. I also That's wanted it. to add uh, that you know black women do inspire because uh, where you started was talking about like you know being the the the, the can't the typical cannabis user. My live for something at the end of the episode is going to come from that space, uh, and then um, I'm st- so I'm still waiting for my 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 high journal that a friend got for me um, because there's like different shit in there. Um, so I say all that to say that I'm interested in this this, this strange hacker because um, for me, like, it just, it, it sounds like, one, it sounds like I'll have to be dedicated um, to writing this shit down. If I have, like, an actual book, I may actually do it. Um, but just in terms of, like, others, like, I, I think, you know, that this would be something that I do know that there are people um, who would really enjoy, like, having this available to them. Um, to be able to like you know progressively go about their cannabis journey. Like I said, there are people who are interested, like you know yeah. the the be- the beginner user, and I wasn't know. sure.
1: You know, it's like I know me, and I know that there's got to be someone out there like me who's looking for this. But I, you know, sabotage and throw air quotes around that because it's not sabotage. It's trying to protect a part of yourself, but. For the sake of self sabotage I really was like, I don't think people are going to want it. I don't think there's going to be an interest for it. And it's like, I downplay it. And then I meet people who are, like, so affirming and they're like, this is exactly what I needed because I'm trying to in, you know, introduce THC into my life and I've had some experiences and had I had somewhere to put this stuff down, I may not have made some mistakes twice. <laughs> so it, it's affirming to hear, like, yeah, no, this is something that is actually going to be useful. Um, And I'm starting to look at it as I do cannabis. Whether or not you 100% understand the benefits, and no matter what your intent is when you're using it, it is beneficial, period. So it's like you're just smoking for fun doesn't stop you from getting whatever benefits there are to get from cannabis. So if you're not using the journal in some super medical and observant way of yourself, totally fine. Um, having the information there may ser- will serve you, not even may, it will serve you. If you come to a point where it's like, I have this knowledge of the plant and now I have the notes to look back and actually make sense of what I was experiencing. Um, so yeah, it, I think it's something everyone should endeavor to try. And it, I don't wanna make it feel like work where it's like, oh, now I gotta be dedicated to Do it when you remember. Um, we talked about building a self-care routine treat your ri- your session like a ritual when you approach it like that i promise you cannabis is so much cooler you're dropping <laughs> I promise gems
0: you. gems 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 it's uh, so
1: much cooler when you're like i'm you know what i'm gonna sit down and roll
0: yes yes yes
1: oh roll. shit, yes i'm gonna use this paper and you know what while i'm doing it i'm gonna play this music and i'm gonna smoke and i'm gonna listen to this music and then you're just feeling like really good and vibing it's like make it a point to be like it put it with your grinder put it with your you know your stash bag and jot it down real quick or smoke and experience and you know journal about it while you're just spend some time with yourself and just don't make it a it's not a chore it is an experience to be had, and things something and it. it gotta be all pretty." You know, make sure you can understand what the hell you're talking about because I've seen some notes, and I'm like, Rich What are you talking to? <laughs> what are you talking about?" But you be, you know, as clear as you can be under the circumstances, but don't, you know, I don't, have, it doesn't have to be anything serious.
0: Yo. Let's start. Make you, it
1: a, a ritual.
0: You just drop some bars because I think rolling your weed is therapeutic. Okay. That shit is, I tell people all the time, I, like yes. I said, I started with the, with, with the glass pipes and like, you know, friends who had already rolled and as I got, you know, better at rolling, I just realized like how therapeutic it, it became to like break down my bud, like smell, figure out what I wanted to smoke, come across, like figure out strands because I keep, I usually have multiple strands at, at, at one time, like available to me. Like I'm, I'm not typically thing, right? smoking on one thing um and so having that variety like you said is key um so like i i it's therapeutic like like the reason why uh you know we, we're gonna have a, a short live you know after this but like going to that like that therapeuticness like I have a a specific grinder that I enjoy having my weed crushed up in. Like when the last one broke, I was I was in hunt for this next one. Like I was in uh, different smoke shops daily looking for this grinder until I found it, Um, and made sure I went there and got. Like went back after like I had finished the walk. I was walking Simba, and so I was like, all right, I can't you know get it at this exact moment because he's he still needs to finish his walk. So as we were finishing up the walk, I went back. Um, and I'm like, in my mind, I literally was telling myself the other day, I was like, I should go back and get another one, just, you know, just to have available to myself. Um, but there, those, those are the things that, like, it, it, it's therapeutic, it's ritual. Um, so, let's, let's, let's get into a little bit of fun of it. Um, what have been some of your, your fun high times? You mentioned you, you realized, like, you wrote some funny shit down. Like, what are some of those fun moments?
1: Um, so i am coming to realize and i can't even say coming to realize i'm coming to be comfortable accepting and expressing that i'm just a natural born creative and i come from that's what i come from that's who the me and the women and my family that's who we are um and so consuming cannabis under creative circumstances has probably been some of my uh, mm. my best experiences um i've written I love to write, like I love to write in school and just self-conscious and critical point where I wouldn't write things, but smoking has allowed me to tap into that. And so some of my best highs have been creative ones where it's like pen and paper quick, somebody get out the recorder, is someone recording this? Cause I'm spitting hot fire right now. <laughs> I need some some record of what is going on. Uh, those are the, those have to be the best. And at this point, can I, can I pinpoint a specific one? Um, well, yes, there was this one time, uh, this was like shortly after I had moved in, um, with my fiance, boyfriend at the time. Um, and it's important to note that because like we were, we were at a very early stage of our living together. So it was like, things were very precarious. Like you're you're getting used to being around someone else in the space. So we're sitting on the porch and we're smoking. And now that's a, a, routine, a routine and ritual we have together. So that's, that's a beautiful a
0: ritual. ritual. That's a beautiful it ritual. Really
1: is. To, to break down cannabis, to roll for someone. Like I have no problem being the absolute designated roller for everyone that I know mm. because it is such a thing to be like, to serve up someone,
0: um, mm. especially someone
1: you're intimate with is like to serve someone cannabis in consume cannabis with them is, is really a beautiful thing especially when there are more intimate aspects to your relationship um because it allows you to be yourself so some of the best moments have literally just been us cracking up over stupid nothing like to the point this particular in, uh, instance was funny because we're we're cracking up to the point where the people across the street were just sitting outside talking and i'm looking over i'm looking to see the ember or to see the lighter because i'm like are they smokers are they smokers but we're cracking up to the point where they start laughing. So now it's like a whole giggle fest, just on the block. <laughs> we're on our porch, they're sitting on theirs, and we're just laughing at nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such a good feeling to just have a belly laugh and, then like I said, to be in that newness of this aspect of a relationship and, and be able to just be funny and silly like that. Um, great, fantastic. Just, Just <sighs> Hawaii was another good one just popped into my head Mm. Uh, sitting and 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 sitting and laughing with my friends and eating like amazing food also cannabis and food oh not necessarily infused because people you know people don't like that all the time It can go
0: both ways though
1: but (laughs) cannabis cannabis with food is like the experience is just that's another yeah a lot of other good high experiences have been eating Or drinking something and like the cannabis is changing the way it tastes, or the way you enjoy the taste. It's just like, oh my god,
0: just ah. It can elevate. It can elevate your senses. Like
1: it's hard to pinpoint. Honestly,
0: I don't get the munchies from smoking. Like I feel like smoking like decreases my appetite. Honestly, Mm -hmm. um. So like if I'm hungry, like it's I'm naturally hungry. And yeah. if I know that I'm about to eat some good-ass food, though, like, the sensation of it all, yeah. oh, is it like, when it so hits your adorable. stomach, oh, <laughs> shit, you just be like, oh, I taste yeah. it all. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Have you ever had, um, and it's like, it's one of those things where <coughs> people keep telling me to stop talking about it. It's like, somebody's going to steal your idea. And I'm like, at this point, I don't know if I can execute it. So if somebody else wants to help along and, or, you know, I'm sure someone else has probably had the thought, but it's like certain things, your palate just opens up after you smoke. So it's like, I remember the first time I had was just drinking whiskey. Just, I think it might've been like something as simple as like Jack, or if not that it was like this new Scottish, um, single malt that I had been gifted either way I drank, you know, and I was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to smoke. So I smoked and then I went back to my cup and when I tell you like I had and like really just let the liquor sit on my tongue and I'm just kinda like looking at the glass Yes
0: Do say what a blunt Why
1: is this so different?
0: Do say what a blunt is amazing.
1: It's like this is (laughs) and and then I and then I go to school to be a bartender and I understand how wines work and how um, how alcohol interacts with things that it is um smoked with or stored in and so and i understand terpenes so i understand what's going on in my mouth and my mind is just being extra blown okay that is one of like a notable high experience like smoking and having whiskey together for the first time and just like understanding the science of what was happening in my mouth like blowing my Mm. own mind like all of like i said all previous experience i've had with working as a bartender and now consuming cannabis and doing research because I want to understand why it's different when I try it at different times and different things just ultimate mind gasm, like mouthgasm I'm just like oh my god this is the best experience ever under the sun other people need to have this <laughs> it was great oh my god it was so good so good I, I definitely recommend definitely recommend
0: I concur. Uh <laughs> Duce and a Blunt is amazing. Like, oh man, um I've never had Duce. But... There's been plenty of times I've I've been recording and, and been smoking and drinking some Duce. Uh and that's that's an amazing uh I would say dark liquor goes well with smoking in general. Um, uh-huh. as you often find um, <clears throat> so liquors that are, are that are are liquors that are darkened are barreled um yep. in in old oftentimes whiskey uh barrels or other uh whatever you know dark liquor has been barreled
1: one's another
0: um yeah so that the, the smoky you smokiness to it I, I definitely uh can <laughs> say has some sort of um ability to like open up your your taste buds likely and then allow like your 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 sensations to just your your receptors to be open um, more holistically to the flavors um, and the alcohol. I find that my tolerance since I've started smoking more regularly has also gone up in terms of alcohol. Um, really? Yeah, it's, it's very weird because like I, I can smoke beforehand and drink a, a whole lot more and be a whole lot more sober faster. Um, like, it all seems to come down with the high. Um, and so, I don't know. Um, um, you know, I, I feel like I, I don't always go over the max, but I realize, like, you know, there are times where if I feel like I want to party, like, those have been some of the incredible high moments. Like, I remember, uh, I always tell the story, because it's, like, one of the best, like, one of my, like, best fucking high moments was at, uh, the Something in the Water Festival, and I was just blazed out of my mind and recently the most recent uh opportunity i can think of this is uh or no, the, the one i wanted to talk about actually or recent really was when you were talking about with your uh boyfriend fiance um uh, was like what was it 2019 uh my girlfriend and i we went uh we were at my grandmother's house it's like i think this is right as we like my family was finding out that she uh, had cancer so we were like just literally in my car and like i was like i'm going outside to smoke i was like i already had known so like processed i feel like i had just told them or some shit like that <clears throat> so i'm just like all right well i'm going to the car um i'm gonna go smoke and literally we just sit in the car high as fuck uh like this thing is like mother's day 2019 or some shit like that uh high as fuck just cracking jokes in the car blazed like hot boxing it up like blazed and literally i have i remember i have these photos because it was it was just that fight i'm I'm taking these photos to remember Mm, that we was this high on this day i love when
1: that happens you remember in the moment to be like do something to document this because this is this is epic (laughs) i love that
0: and then the the sort of the, the recent moment that I was thinking about was just in Cali, uh, back in March, where like literally niggas is just sitting outside, fucked up at like yeah. ten o'clock in the morning, <laughs> baked, and it was amazing. And literally just got the the, the cool sun and 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 breeze on you. Uh, it's just like this these these this huge ass tree. Uh, and just sat there and just chilled just chilled High and Cali is definitely different
1: for sure Um, I got to do High and Cali both by myself and then with friends so it's Kind of, uh, it's like completely different, but like the air is different over
0: there, the water is different over there. It's just it's a different. It's, kind it's of okay. Different. <laughs> I- I'm honest about that. It's a different. Like even with weed being legal now in New York, like it's an amazing thing, and we're about to get more into this in a second. Uh, it's amazing, but like being in Cali and and, and smoking bud out there and just being amongst uh, like even if you just like pull up somewhere and just just blow down one, it's, it's a totally different feeling i feel like because no one else is around often like you could be in the middle of downtown la and still like just still there might not be a ton of people around you just still just blow down and yeah like it's, it's completely different <laughs> it's,
1: it's different for sure i was in i was in san diego when i went um so a lot more uh suburban in some areas mm. and a little bit things spread out more city-like but not not everything on top of each other you got to travel a distance to get um, to get to some places but similar just like everything is chill and it was nothing to be anywhere and just spark up. Uh, Mm. whereas like now us newly legalized here you know you you read it with a fine-tooth comb like where can I be because I'm not trying to have any problems Um, much less worry and
0: I, that, that changes the way you feel. It, it's dope. If you've never been to Cali. Go. <laughs> uh, go. All right. So real quick before we get out of here, let's get into money, power, respect, uh, legalization and, and reparations. Uh, right here in the tri-state area, you know, the coordinates of Connecticut, New Jersey and New York, uh, it's legal. All three states. You go up even further north, Massachusetts, it's legal. Massachusetts. Uh Vermont, I think. Uh, Vermont. I don't think Maine. Um, not medical? Medical, maybe. I don't think recreational. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking more of, rec- like, just because of the, like, okay. the fact that niggas could realistically be in a car and drive down 95 and be smoking, realistically. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like... We, we, we talked about like that freeness in terms of just being able to like be outside like I mentioned it just now about being outside and like the freeness that comes from that like I love like I like if y'all, y'all haven't been on the, the podcast IG yet go check out I've, I've loved being outside just you know just outside blowing down like I see niggas in the street now blowing down I'd be like that's what's up my nigga like like giving it like full like agency to go out and, and do and be in that space and so I want to talk a little bit about, like, what are your thoughts on, you know, uh, as it's becoming more legal and, you know, across states, and we know there's going to be uh, a ton of money generated from this, uh, just what are your thoughts on, uh, marijuana legalization, cannabis legalization, and where we, uh, place reparations in that, given Uh, the history of, uh, the war on drugs in black communities?
1: Right, um. It's one of those things where it's it's become apparent to me that if if equity is not part of the conversation from day one, then what are we even talking for? Mm. Um, because the more you look into cannabis, the more you look at laws, as the more you look at the history behind prohibition, the more it becomes very blatant that it was was and still is racially motivated um and very recently even uh yesterday i want to say i i heard a, want to say it was a, it might have been a podcast or an episode of a talk show on a local radio station i can't think of the woman's name now but she had said um you know Cannabis hasn't been illegal because it is bad. Mm -hmm. It is proven to be harmful. Facts. There's there there's that. There are studies available. That's not that's not what's going on here. And so, if we're being honest about the conversation, it's like if the whole point of criminalizing cannabis was racially motivated, then the decriminalization and the legalization of it should be with the same intent because that's Mm -hmm. what it spearheaded was um, the war on drugs that has decimated in some cases black and brown communities families and uh, really has I feel like it's just like the cherry on top of kind of twisting the way that we view things um, that are holistic and come from the ground that are ancestral that's why it's not racism like it's going back mm-hmm. to the roots of, of how people lived in general like we lived off the land the land was our medicine and that was where we sought healing um, through that and, and spiritual practices so from, uh, from all of those standpoints it's like you better be doing something with the money that you're going to make from cannabis legalization you better be doing something to give back to black and brown communities that you have decimated and and hurt and impacted in this way you've you've kept people from uh their families by incarcerating them you've kept them from jobs by you know once they're maybe out of jail and and have maybe a record or something you know keep them from certain levels of employment that now trap them in a certain income bracket which now traps them in a certain type of housing which now keeps Mm -hmm. you where we want you to be essentially And so at this point, if you're, again, if you're talking cannabis legalization at any point and you're not talking reparations and how this money is going back primarily, first and foremost, to the uh, black and brown communities impacted and then all communities subsequently because it, it, again, in this particular country is spearheaded by racism, but it is a disservice to all people to have a source of medicine be kept from the public. That they can cultivate and understand and use at home and medicate and treat themselves um, in an appropriate way. You know, that's the other thing. Um, the idea of it being illegal and people uh, consuming it gives it a criminal uh, flavor, as you will. Um, and it, it um, what's, what's the, the, way I'm, the word I'm trying to get at here? Yeah, um, it, it just it, it vilifies. Um, something that is is natural
0: that is helpful it's just so many things so many things like i said we could do so many episodes because i oh we can definitely set up a follow-up because like there was a i want to call it a commission council convention something along those lines uh like decades ago uh where they came together and it, it was racially motivated on um criminalizing uh weed um the usage of the word marijuana is actually yeah. a part of that history um and so that's like I make the conscious effort not to use it and, and that's, that's why i I, I, I oftentimes say just weed uh <laughs> yeah. uh weed and um I
1: don't, I don't judge anybody for using any word because if like if you use any word i understand that you're a person who has knowledge the history of them, and I know that you're not using it in a derogatory way. Whereas if I said marijuana to someone who's already a little bit anti-cannabis, um, they have associations with that word. Yes. Like so, yeah. That that was intentional. It, it was made to sound like a certain language, mm-hmm. so that you got these mm-hmm. implications. Oh, mm-hmm. well, this sounds like mm-hmm. don't let's not beef. Mm-hmm. Like y'all knew what you were doing. You know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: That was all a part of it. And so uh, I I wholly agree that efforts, um, you know, it's the summertime. Um, The state of New York is supposed to be uh, in the I have to actually follow up on this. There's supposed to be uh, in August releasing the the framework for the foundation of what the regulations and stuff is supposed to look like um, for, you know, actual commercial uh, dispensaries and whatnot. Um, And so I'm looking forward to that because in that is supposed to come the conversation about the social equity benefits, um, particularly for black and brown communities, uh, you know, uh, minority women owned businesses uh, to be able to benefit off of, you know, this now legalized uh, product here in New York where there are going to be tons of fucking benefits. If you go to Times Square right now, it is buzzing. I just said it here first. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Um, check us out on Instagram um, in general. Uh, let the people know where they can find you.
1: Um, so I'm on Instagram right now. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Most active on Instagram, but it's at thecannababery. That's T-H-E-C-A-N-N-A-B-A-B-E-R-Y. Mm.
0: Thecannababery. Check the details for more information. Uh, website. This is, is, <laughs> It's been a beautiful conversation. Uh, Very much so. It has. Um, tune back in because more is going to come. You know, uh, as I said, the season two finale, July thirtieth. Uh, this will be dropping clearly before then. Um, but tune <laughs> in for more because uh, season three is coming back. There is going to be a off season. There will be an off-season series, uh, so um, yo. I was like, someone just had like an oh my god moment, like yes, that it. That nah, because there. like I am a Cole fan, and when I tell you like I'm in my off-season right now, like m- be known, like I'm in that that I'm in that tinkering stage, like I'm in that that right. that whole fucking I'm, I play that album almost once a week in full, mm-hmm. and it's sometimes back to back. Um, because it, it was the album that I needed from this nigga. Like it, it we're right. both Aquarius and mm-hmm. the the shit spoke to my soul right. and so just right. now like it's just like it all fits. So like and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm getting ready to go into a transition period. Um and so like with the podcast, just like life in general, like yeah. and so like yeah, like oh man. Oh, oh shit, I see it. like I see, it. I see you the we hit um email <laughs> email everybody mad pod at gmail.com tell you how you feeling about this show share ideas topics feedback comments ideas yo season three coming so i want to hear everything y'all got for me uh ig <laughs> facebook like and follow everybody mad pod and the can of babery. uh everybody mad pod on homage podcast platform subscribe if you're feeling this if not thanks for listening so before we got it here katie what's a quote you go by what's your live for something
1: Actually, gonna revisit. Don't Google it because if, if my info pops up, but I'm gonna revisit a quote from uh, I was probably like 13 when I said this. Um, do not fear what you do not know because you do not know what to fear. Um, basically, just go for it. It's like it. You don't know what you're being afraid of, then you could very well be afraid of succeeding at what you're trying to do. So just do it and see what happens.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was wondering that. Why don't why people don't fear like happiness? Like, I think
1: people do, and they. I don't think anyone says that outright. But then I think in behaviors, you see people do that. In case in point, I'm gonna use my fiance. He's he says it all the time. He'd be like, you know, I'm just so happy that, and then he'll jokingly like stop and look around, like I've confessed now to being happy. Now wait for the other shoe to drop, and I'm like. I think that's a little bit of self-sabotage slash self-protectiveness and that you may be fearful of what do I do if this actually works. And I've learned to stop that doing that. it's like, what if, what if I get everything I'm hoping for? Can I actually handle that?
0: I've learned to stop doing that and go chase it nonetheless. Yeah. I've learned to yeah. stop, like, like, stop saying that, like, even to myself, like, that you can't. Like, you can, like... Again, like, I've had to remind myself that I wasn't told that as a child. Like, I was never told as a child, you can't do something. Um, so that is, that's so uh, majestic. Um, so, as I said, my live for something was going to come from that space of, you know, not looking like the the average, you know, the typical smoker. Um, I don't think i you know, came across as the the average, typical smoker to most people. I, people now meet me and be like, "Oh, you smoke?" Because like they know me from college, like not having smoked. So it's like, fuck them. Like I really just want to say, fuck them. Like, yo, live your life. Uh, if people, you know, if you want to smoke, if you really want to get into the space of, of of trying, you know, cannabis, weed. Uh, try it go like take it what did you say small and slow uh it is okay like life is meant to be lived and and once you enter that space of allowing your mind to be free in this space you will fully see that it is okay to venture out. It is okay to be different. It is okay to right. just sit and be calm. It's okay to be one with yourself and the, those deeper inner thoughts that, that came out, that were talked about. Because it's real. Because you are real. Your thoughts are real. Yeah. It's all life. Right. The,
1: like, uh, just <laughs> The tapping in that has happened since I've started smoking. Um, talking before about like the integration of like realizing that my mind is my body and that they are one and affecting each other simultaneously is not one driving the other Mm. Um, it's that they feed and work together uh, realizing that um...
0: it all connects (laughs) it all connects with that we out of here Tap in with us on IG to keep in touch, find out what's going on. Uh, We got more coming to you. Uh, We out of here on this side. We as a people will get to the promised land. I promise you, we as a people will get there.